Hello, Podlers. Thank you ever so much for downloading. I encourage you to subscribe, rate and review. Coming up, we start a new national debate. Ways of a spoon are separated. I haven't got the landscape teaspoon. I've got, I go from left to right, teaspoons, knives, forks, big spoons, and then the rest of the space is just oddments. Find out what's going on and, of course, have your say. Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. It's your Monday morning. I hope you had an enjoyable bank holiday weekend. In fact, why not tell me about the whole thing, but in just six words. Send them along, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. I say send them along. So many of you have already been getting in touch. Thank you for doing so. Bruce says, why was there so much sun? Well, Bruce, with your six-word weekend story ringing our ears, let me bring in the team. Team, why was there so much sun? It was glorious, wasn't it? Oh, it was lovely. It was because we're not allowed out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's the weather gods. They've not taken kindly to us and the pollution that we put on planet Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shani says, hot, 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 hot. That's her six-word weekend story. Um... Andy says, join Tinder, deleted Tinder, better single. Is Tinder still a thing? Can anyone let me know? Sure, I don't know if you're really a moment. Moment. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, you've got to keep that conversation going for what, at least another month or so? Yeah. yeah. Unless you sort of go, right, do you want to meet up? If, like, a, a, like, if only drive through cinemas like were still a thing. Or... If you if if you've got like drive through McDonald's or anything that are still operating, if you match with someone who works at the drive through McDonald's and you can just make your order last for ages, and then you can right. kind of go on a date with them there. Yeah. You're really narrowing the field, though, aren't you? It's <laughs> very specific. <laughs> it's gone from fun-loving Virgo to do you work at McDonald's drive through yeah. Are you available weekdays <laughs> between the hours of four and nine? Yeah. Um, that uniform is so hot as well. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at, look at that name badge you tease. I bet you're going to get all five stars on that, aren't you? Staff member of the month. Um, wow. Uh, okay, so keep coming. What you come to the weekend in just six words? Today? Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. I wonder what you got up to across the bank holiday weekend in just six words. Matt Dyson, let me bring you into play. Yes, I went down Thomas F. Wilson wormhole. Uh, do you anyone remember who Thomas hey. F. Wilson is? No, I don't know who <laughs> no. that is. No, sh- well, am I going to be ashamed? Was it? Is it the full name? No, no. Tom Hanks is Beach Ball in Castaway. No, no, it's not. No, good guess though. Good guess. No, this is the tragedy because I watched Back to the Future Three with the kids as part of their film education and my homeschooling program, uh, and we finally watched the third one. <laughs> Uh, and I'm, I'm oh, is, still is amazed that the guy who played Biff Tannen yes, yeah, okay, is, good. is oh, Thomas whew. F. Wilson. Yes. And I was blow His performance, I find amazing when he goes from angry bully Biff and then he's that subservient Biff who's cleaning Marty's car. I think, mm. he, and then he's playing old Biff as well. He's got quite, he's got quite a, a lot of range to his acting ability. And I was like, why haven't I seen him in more things since? Because well, I, you know he's... Oh, sorry. Go on, I'm so excited. No, tell everyone. No, please, no. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you've got any info on Thomas F. Wilson, do share. But he's mainly... He was mainly a stand-up comedian before he got the role. 
uh, and he's not really I think because I, I think almost the role was so big it ruined his chances of getting anything else if you know what I mean because that was such mm. a definitive role and so he mainly does stand up he does voice work he's done some voices in Spongebob and stuff like that uh, but uh, one of the things I found during this wormhole search on Thomas F. Wilson is he does a stand-up routine where he does a song all about the questions people ask him uh, because he was in Back to the Future and it's always the same questions and it's really funny because all, they all just want to know about what's Marty McFly like we could probably hear it if you wanted to yes when I'm flying in a plane or I'm on the street there's a lot of famous people that I like to meet they shake my hand and never ask my name and they start asking questions that are always the same hey what's Michael J. Fox like he's nice what's Michael J. Fox like Nice guy, what's Michael J. Fox like? He's an alien, stop asking me the question. <laughs> yeah, I love it. question song. The whole thing is very funny. It's really um, good, but it's, he's still doing well. You know, he's got four kids. He's living a happy life, but he wasn't, he didn't have that many big roles in films after Back to the Future. Well, you'd probably be better equipped having been down his wormhole, Matt Dyson, but I seem to remember from years ago, another little offshoot story of his was he invested some money in something that was like the George Foreman grill or... One of those things that went on to sell like hundreds of millions of units. So he's kind of, yeah, he's that guy who's got like 10 10 shares in Apple or something like that. He's, um, is that because he went back in time, stole a sports (laughs) almanac that gave him all the results of the future stuff? Exactly. Only he would back a grill made by a professional (laughs) boxer. Come on, people, do the maths. Tell me, please tell me what happened at the weekend, but for heaven's sake, boil it down to just six words or this feature doesn't work on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Paolo, he's getting it, work, sun and too much food. Poppy's got in touch saying best takeaway, salt and pepper chips. Team, have we had salt and pepper chips in our lives? Oh, um, um, I've, I've are they just chips with chips. salt and pepper on? <laughs> I think they probably yeah. are, yeah. Because yeah. if so, yeah. then yes. <laughs> yeah. I've had salt, salt and pepper, pepper chicken, chicken yeah, from, yeah, from, from the Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. Very good, very good. Um, looking after twins need more sleep, says Katie. Oh. Amy, on the other hand, says walking, dog, sun, cocktails, dancing, sleeping. Uh, that's how you do oh, it, Amy. Oh, yes. That's lovely. how you do it. Uh, Emma Jones, what about you? How was your bank holiday weekend? Uh, it was lovely. Uh, my sixth worder is almost got access to a garden. Ooh. Uh, so Ooh. I, it's illegal. Yeah. You can't just pitch up in someone's garden with a chair and claim it's your own. <laughs> yeah. There's no squatters' rights with people's back gardens during lockdown, Emma. <laughs> well, you know, we're the only ones in our block of flats that don't have access to oh, a garden. Yeah. Uh, we have a driveway instead. Um, and I've spoken before about going out and sunbathing on the driveway, but I'm not sure it's acceptable. But I bumped into my neighbour over the weekend who was on her way out to the garden and uh, she was like, oh, yeah, lovely weather, like lovely day to be sitting in the garden. And I was like, yeah, no, you're so lucky to, to have the garden. Nicely done, Emma. Like, oh, Good. Plant that seed. Mm-hmm. Plant yeah, that yeah, seed. Yeah. Like, oh, that must be so lovely in this <laughs> sunny bank holiday weather. Uh, and she said, yeah, yeah, you don't have one, do you? I said, no, we just have the driveway. And I'm thinking about pitching my sunbeds out there and sitting out there and thinking she'd go, no, come round. She went, yeah, no, I'd do that. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 
It, it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. <laughs> that story didn't go the way I thought it was going to go either. This is one of those things where if you I put know. that on Twitter, underneath it would say, watch this till the very end. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or wait for it, something like that. Uh, yeah, Glenn, two minutes in, we'll disappoint you. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm not proud of this. I'm not proud of this. Um, finally, so, all right, again. <laughs> became... Became one of those headset gamers. Um, oh. I know, I know. Oh, it was Glenn. purely because, and I, I've never wanted to. There's a couple of reasons why. One, that some friends of mine were playing Call of Duty, and it was the only way that I could sort of communicate with them. So I thought I'll do it, and it's not cool. But it's a real low point the moment you put it on for the first time. And you sort of think it doesn't make you feel any more like a soldier. Like you're still on your couch, like drink, <laughs> drinking Pepsi in a dressing gown. Like you don't feel like a a colonel. Um, and also, I part the other reason was it means all the t- all the sound from the TV only comes in through the headphones. And I thought, well, that's more that's a bit less antisocial. So it means you know if I'm playing at night or something, and my girlfriend's gone to bed or she's trying to read or something like that, that means it's you know it's it's less antisocial. But it isn't because if all it means now is she's not hearing the TV. She's just hearing half a conversation because she's just. Hearing me every few seconds going, sorry, sorry, that, my bad. That, nah, that, that was my fault. Sorry. Sorry. Get him, Jim. <laughs> Give them hell, Sebastian. <laughs> what do you think my friends are called? Jim and Sebastian. Jim and Sebastian. They're the headset trio. They're so cool. You know those guys. Oh, I'm looking at they come, the headset trio. He's <laughs> Glenn, Sebastian. Jim and Sebastian. Oh. Look at them. Men want to be them, women want to be with them. (laughs) That sounds like such a 1950s gang. Well, if it isn't Glenn and the headset boys. (laughs) Burning around the village on their BMXs. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, well done on confessing that, Glenn, because I probably would have kept that to myself. But I I like that you're so open and honest. And I think we've established that I think that could work for so many features that we do here on the show. Over the coming weeks worth of radio, I look forward to a revisit to the fact you're now a headset gamer. I really do. (laughs) Certainly a cool badge one. Save it. Yep, relationship Rolodex. It's going to change your whole life. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Monday morning as we start a fresh week. It is time to find out what's going on online with Matt Dyson and the social ammunition. Matt. Uh, Well, some unexpected celebrity names going viral over the weekend on the socials. Uh, The late, great Scylla Black and Brian May. Uh, Who do you want to hear about first? Oh, Scylla, please. Oh, yeah. Scylla. Scylla. The the video was unearthed uh, from an old documentary way back. Uh, I think it's about five years since Scylla died. And she was a a great character on TV. And there was a documentary about her childhood uh, where she revealed... An amazing culinary creation. Uh, what it was, it involved her, and uh, she cuts an orange in half, and then she got a uh, an oxo cube and rubbed the oxo cube on the flesh of the orange, creating a sort of sweet meat savoury combination. And she says it's one of the loveliest things she's ever tasted, even though it looks so grim. Does she eat like, it on air? Do you see her eat she it, eats on- it on the show? Yeah, she eats it on the show. Right? And she's going, it's amazing. I used to love it. Because I suppose it was a long time ago, uh, but, uh, you know, there weren't maybe other treats available. Uh, but it it's not Ben and gr- Jerry's. No, exactly, yeah. So it sounds well, it's fun. like the first salted caramel, isn't it? It's like salt yeah. and sweet. That's what I mean, yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Meat Do you know what? As soon as, as soon 
as you said orange, I've been biting my tongue for the last 30 seconds saying, don't say Rhine date, don't say Rhine date, don't say Rhine date. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> it's been really please hard. Yeah. yeah, she had a, she had a Laura Laura beef stock on her orange. <laughs> and, uh, and so she rubbed it on there and said, says it's really nice, apparently. It looks horrible. It's like a, an orange that's suddenly covered in brown sludge. Uh, but the, the video on the, sto- the story on the video is that she ate it on a Friday and because she was a devout Catholic, you couldn't eat meat on a Friday and the stock cube is classed as meat so she had to go to confession and she got in trouble <laughs> I, had, um, I had the great pleasure of working alongside Scylla on um, through oh. the keyhole the Keith Lemon one and uh she she was so charming and underneath the desk during that episode because I know they're repeating a few of them at the moment um we just had two glasses of champagne, one each, and we just had the floor manager just refill them for us oh. during every little break. <laughs> so technically, I've got on it with Scylla Black, and that is yes. one of the great honours. <laughs> great honours of my yeah. broadcasting life. Yeah, And, and, and then hot? afterwards, we had an orange and an, an oxo yes. cube. It was just delightful. <laughs> it's like the modern-day kebab. You know, it was really good. <laughs> the, other, the other big news is that Brian May has um, basically torn his buttock muscles while gardening. I mean, this is, the, I don't know, it's not the most rock and roll injury in the world the, the Queen guitarist has suffered, but he's uh, put it on Instagram. He had to go to hospital uh, because he was working so furiously in his garden that his, he ripped his glutes to shreds. Wow. <laughs> I, mean, I don't to, know to, to, show us, to show us the picture, did he have to flash? He didn't. He didn't show us. He didn't show us a picture. But yeah, I don't know what he was doing. That was such a an aggressive thing, aggressive form of gardening. But his gluteus maximus was completely torn. He had to go to. And he's he's been in pain and can't really walk at the moment because of of, of tearing his bottom muscle while gardening. Uh, Weeds are the champions, my friend. That's what we can. Here we go. Here we go. We can take from that. And also, as well, I mean, I wish him a speedy recovery. He's a legend in the world of music, of course. It doesn't take yeah. me to say that. But Brian May's Torn Buttocks is a great name for the podcast. Yes, so is. thank you for that. Anyway, you'll be talking about it later, and we've saved your data. It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, as I just said, we really hoped that you would enjoy our special VE Day radio station named Absolute Radio 40s. There's never been a station which only plays music from the 1940s, not since, well, the 1940s actually happened, of course. Um, If you want to relive the shows, then you can. Listen again on the free Absolute Radio app. You'll get the whole show with all of the interviews, the special messages. Download right now to enjoy it. And talking of special messages, so many of you guys got in touch across our socials and we're really grateful. Caroline says, have just dusted off my headscarf, getting my victory rolls and red lipstick ready whilst making my last batch of fresh lemonade, 10 hours of baking for a bake sale for the NHS today and listening to Absolute Radio 40s. Hi guys, I couldn't find any bunting for VE Day. I have no paints and no printer, so I'm making bunting from a Budweiser box. Red, white and blue. I will be hanging it out as soon as I've finished. If Colonel Tom Moore can be resourceful, then surely I can as well, says Fred. Uh, Well, Fred, it's interesting you should mention Colonel Tom Moore because he joined us on the show and we can relive just what an absolute hero he is next the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio it's your Monday morning and Friday saw us launch our very special pop-up radio station Absolute Radio 40s and thank you so much once again for all of your amazing comments 
absolutely wonderful. I've had it on all day in the garden, just the two of us singing along and celebrating. Such a good day, says Melanie. Absolute Radio 40s has been on all day in the house since six o'clock this morning, loving all of the DJs and the music and also loving those classic news bulletins. Well, thank you very much indeed. I suppose you could say the star of the show when it came to Absolute Radio 40s was the one and only Colonel Tom Moore. And I was so grateful I got to spend a little bit of time with him. This is the first part of our little chat. Good morning, Dave. Tom, for those of us who weren't there on VE Day, can you tell us what was it like? It was a very happy day indeed. Uh, but I was in, in England having just returned from from the Far East, and I was in there in an army camp at Bovington. So the activities that were going on in, in the big cities and towns, we didn't have quite that. We didn't do any instruction on that day. We had a very pleasant day, and with the, the limitations that we had, we had a certain amount of, of jollifications uh, with the food and whatever drink we may find. So we, it was a very happy day. And how did you hear the news, Tom? I don't really recall that, except that there was no television, of course. We had radio, and we were always listening to the radio, so the news of, of the day, of the, of, the, of the peace, would, would come over the radio, and that's where we would hear it. And we'd be absolutely thrilled at the very fact that at last this has come about. And how are you planning on celebrating tomorrow? I think because of the conditions, we can't have many visitors here because you all keep your distance, unfortunately, and we shall have, a, I hope, a very peaceful, quiet day here, rejoicing in the very fact that this did happen so long ago and was so much benefit to everybody. It was a very good day. And on Friday will be a very good day too, I'm quite sure. And Tom, how does it make you feel to see the effort that people are going to to celebrate this special day tomorrow? It, it's rather sad, the very fact that the, the, the celebrations that we would like to see were street parties where whole, whole streets and runs they all have tables out with lots of food and everyone in, in fancy hats having a thoroughly enjoyable time. That unfortunately can't happen this year. But the spirit is still there. People, I know if, if they had the opportunity to have the jollification, they certainly would. But unfortunately, with the distance rule that there is, that isn't going to happen. The one and only national treasure that is Colonel Tom Moore. There is the second part of my chat with him coming up shortly. But right now, well, Dave Wood got a text into us saying, whilst listening to Absolute Radio 40s, I'd like to send a dedication to my father, Hubert Wood, who was a petty officer on HMS Garley's, which was a destroyer escort. He joined up in 43 and saw action on D-Day and numerous transatlantic convoys. He always says that people gave up a lot more than he did during the war, but he did his bit, along with countless others putting themselves in danger so we can enjoy the freedom we have today. We're immensely proud of the old boy, and he's still going strong at 96. I just wish I could give him and mum a huge hug, but we'll have to do with a phone call during these strange times. Dave finishes his message with a huge thanks to that entire generation. 
Nicely put, Dave, and thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. As I say, coming up next, the second part of my exclusive chat with Colonel Tom Moore. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where on Friday we launched for one day only, a very important day, VE Day, Absolute Radio 40s, and that gave me the opportunity to talk with the one and only Colonel Tom Moore. And so, Tom, how are you coping with being an international superstar? Star. I don't really feel that I'm a superstar, but people tell me that I am. But also, I am thrilled the very fact that people think so. And I know there's been, with the, the raising of the fund that we set about, there has been an awful lot of good come out of it and will continue to come out of it. So from our point of view... Yes, I feel very pleased. So the London Marathon has been moved to October. Tom, are you free? You got any plans? Well, not really. Uh, I, I, I can always think about it, can't I? But I don't think that you can look forward to seeing me running in the marathon. But you I, never know. You know, <laughs> but you can always live in hope. <laughs> And finally, Tom, what would your VE Day message be to everybody listening to this? You should all be very thankful that it did happen and it was through the effort of so many people who came back safely and we must remember those who didn't come back safely. So many people gave their lives without a thought of it. People went there and deliberately did it for the good of the country and the good of all our own people at home. They, they did a very good job indeed. Debbie, it was lovely meeting you. And Colonel Tom Moore, I know you hear this a million times a day, and you do because it is deserved. You're a hero. Thank you very much indeed for chatting to me today. Thank you. Very kind. Thank you once again to the Colonel, not just for talking with me, obviously, but for everything he's managed to achieve these past few months. Over £30 million raised for NHS. Absolutely incredible. Now, if you want to relive any of the Absolute Radio 40 shows, special interviews and guests and messages, you can listen to it again on the free Absolute Radio app. Download it from wherever you get your apps from. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where my email account is an open shop. I like you to get in touch about anything you like, anytime you want. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. If I'm not checking in on it, then one of the production team is, so we do get to see all of the correspondence that you send in, like this one, which starts, customary, Dear Dave, As a football fan, like many people, I am missing the beautiful game and all the emotion that goes with it. So this weekend, when I read that Football Manager were going to simulate the end of the championship season, I found myself extremely interested. I dabbled between half-hearted exercise, entertaining my three-year-old son, whilst keeping an eye on how the simulation was unfolding. When your beloved Cholton took the lead against Leeds. I must admit, my heart began to race. Can they do it? Can they beat the drop to high-flying Leeds? 
fast forward to full time and they've done it they've indeed they have done it I leapt off my backside and let out a genuine roar as if I just witnessed it all unfold in front of my very eyes obviously such commotion during these mundane times will bring attention and so my wife and daughter wanted to know what the excitement was I calmly explained everything at this point my wife chose to point out that I'm an Arsenal fan and it isn't real I quickly looked at my daughter for a bit of support and said this with a stupid smile on my face Dave Berry will be really pleased. That's his team. At which point she said, why don't you email him? And so I did. Anon. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag but is just something put, to do. He's not putting his name to it, though. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. You're an Arsenal fan. It's not real. You don't know Dave. But apart from those three things, this is very exciting. And Anon, I didn't know about this. I'm so pleased you brought it to my attention. I, too, as you are, are missing the beautiful game. And that means... Well, I kind of got a bit of a favour to ask. Cholton kind of have beaten the drop, and were we living in, well, normality, the breakfast show, probably I imagine Glenn would have featured that in a sports bulletin. Do an old pal a favour, will you? Let him dream just one last dream. <laughs> All right. Go on, Glenn, do it for me. Do it. Well, in a breathtaking finale to the season, Charlton have kept their place in the championship. They narrowly avoided relegation with a 3-1 win over nine-man Leeds, who finished second overall to West Brom after spending a lot of the season in the bottom three. They have finished in 20th thanks to goal difference. Elsewhere, Nottingham Forest have made it to the playoffs, finishing in third. Mm -hmm. Oh, Glenn, you've made a little boy very happy. It's your Monday morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where so many of you are doing the right thing by self-isolating. I was reading a a fascinating article across the weekend where some people are kind of second-guessing themselves, thinking they're not doing enough, they're presuming that maybe they should be doing more during these difficult times. But the point of this article was just staying in, just staying home is helping the NHS and helping keep people safe. So for those of you that are doing it, that's great. Unfortunately, many of us are having to do that whilst in a relationship. (laughs) And people, myself included, can sometimes be so entrenched in bickering with their partner that they need an outside intervention to to break the tension, to give some perspective. (laughs) And I can't even remember how we got down the lane of bickering at the weekend. Sarah Jane and I, my, my last vivid memory of it, we were talking about how prolific Stephen King is as a writer. Cut in a blink of an eye, we're at DEFCON 5. We're going to hit the big red button. She's a six foot seven Ow. tall Russian with a peroxide blonde high top, and she's just killed my best friend of me, Apollo Creed. It's all about to go off, right? We're just staring at each other eye to eye, and all of a sudden, we heard this. Evie had stepped on her My First Music Book guitar and a really tinny version of If You're Happy and You Know It started playing out and the tensions were broke and we went on to fight another day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What about in your house? In your yeah. house, that's a tension breaker. But if I heard that in my flat, I'd be like, we've got ghosts. We've got ghosts <laughs> in our flat. Terrifying. It's a ghost of a child who's got a musical book walking around. 
That would be pretty. That would definitely break the tension, though. To be honest, be like one of those Scooby-Doo moments where you leap up into Katie's arms yeah. and she's holding you. Um, speaking of which, Glenn, um, how's it looking? How are you guys getting on? Still in love? I hope. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, very much nice. so. It's nice. It's just that uh, Katie's really, really uh, popular, and 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 uh, and at the moment she's she seems to be a very popular quiz master. Um, and she's got like a book club as well. She's got loads and loads of social events all on Zoom at the moment. And so I always hear the dreaded words whenever she's got one of those. She goes, uh, do you mind heading out the room? Is that okay? So <laughs> at any one point in the day, I've got, and bear in mind, we've only really got one furnished room in the whole flat. So I just then have to stand in an empty room for like an hour. <laughs> With the and ghost child. <laughs> <laughs> and just stare at a blank wall like a punishment. I feel like I'm in purgatory. Oh, um, and I'm allowed back in and be like, have you finished, have you finished the quiz yet? Um, yeah. Every day. You can't even wear your headset. <laughs> no, because the PlayStation's in the room with the Zoom call mat. Oh, no. Oh. Please, is it a short book? At least. <laughs> uh, yeah, so guys, uh, everyone got their copies of War and Peace. Here we go. Chapter one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Keep them coming, please. Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. I am keen to peek inside your relationship Rolodex. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Monday is the day I like to delve deep into your relationship Rolodex to find out what you're storing up against your partner and why. And it's always very popular. So many of you getting in touch. Thank you for doing so. And we have a bit of a theme this week. And it seems that theme is... Bum, 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 biscuits. B for biscuits. <laughs> getting pulled out left, right and centre. We'll start with Dawn who says, Dave, I'm seven months pregnant. Well, firstly, Dawn, congratulations. And my husband, who gets to leave the house, go food shopping and sleep a full, uninterrupted eight hours without being repeatedly kicked in the ribs, recently admitted to buying, hiding and eating some secret fancy chocolate biscuits, leaving me to make do with the budget custard creams. I was Carol Baskin levels of livid, says Dawn. <laughs> and now he's under the patio. No. <laughs> wow. This is taking a really dark turn, Emma. Thanks for that. Sorry, um, sorry. Dave, I've been craving gingerbread biscuits, so I made some yesterday, about 20. I've had two, but there's only two left. I asked who's eaten all the gingerbread, to which my husband replied in the most blasé of tones, oh, must have been me. So here's how I've responded. For every gingerbread biscuit he ate, he must cook me a meal. This seems fair, right, says Tanya? Absolutely, Tanya. Absolutely. Um, Emma Jones, uh, you were someone who touched on the whole confectionery side of life when it came to your marriage to Stefan a couple of weeks ago. So can we delve into your relationship Rolodex? And if we do, is it biscuit related? I'm afraid it's not biscuit related. Um, This week, I would like to talk about teaspoons. Um, My husband likes to use a new teaspoon every time he makes a hot drink. Uh, which just means that we just run out really quickly. So when I go to make my tea, there are no teaspoons, no clean teaspoons. They're all just lying in the sink. I imagine he'd be one of the worst colleagues to work with. He would leave the work kitchen in an absolute state. Yeah, there's nothing worse than in the, in the work situation where someone's left the bag on the teaspoon and just left that on the side so the bag's oh. gone all crinkly. That's, oh. that's a real sign of Don't disrespect Don't even get me started on the colleagues. tea stains on the floor. Is he at least making different... <sighs> 
different types of hot beverage. So he's not exactly, using the yeah. spoon he used for his tea, for his herbal tea, for example. Or is it just no, a, if no, it's I've... a new hot beverage, it's a new spoon? That's how Stefan rolls. No, exactly. It's an English breakfast tea every time, but a new teaspoon, and they quickly run out. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I can see why you're upset about that, yeah. yeah. Really selfish. Dave, I know it's only small, but two years ago, my boyfriend ate an entire packet of jam tarts that I had been looking forward to all week. I got back from work on that Friday night to zero jam tarts, and we had a minor falling out where he promised to replace them the next day. 871 days later, and still no jam tarts, but... I'm not counting, says Poppy. <laughs> 871 days. Uh, keep them coming. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Let me in that Rolodex. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. We're peeking into the relationship Rolodex. Uh, once again, Emma Jones is leading the way, saying it gets on her wick a little that Stefan, her husband, has to use a different teaspoon for every hot beverage he prepares. And Matt Clippos got in touch saying that his partner, and this is for C under cutlery, organises the cutlery drawer fork, knife, spoon. When, as everybody knows, it's meant to be knife, fork, spoon. So we've all been to check, haven't we, since that message came in? Yeah. (laughs) And I was convinced the correct way of doing it was fork, knife, spoon, like Matt Clippos' partner. And that was how I felt confident. Um, that my cutlery drawer looked only to open it just moments ago and see that Sarah Jane has organised it knife, fork, spoon which apparently is the right way of doing it but Are I we going thought, from left to right here? I'm going left to right I've, got, I've yeah. now got, I've got knife, fork, spoon and then the teaspoons are underneath kind of facing the opposite way they're, they're landscape yeah. Yeah. You know what I, mean? so I think that's a yeah. universal thing the landscape teaspoon <laughs> um, but what order have you got them in from left to right? Mine goes spoon, fork, <gasps> knife, <laughs> baby spoons at the bottom. Right, Matt. Wow. Ways of a spoon separated. I haven't got the landscape teaspoon. I've got. I go from left to right. Teaspoons, knives, forks, big spoons, and then the rest of the space is just oddments. What you mean, like bottle mm. opener, that kind Your of thing. garlic yeah. press, yeah, non-matching. Cutlery yeah. and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, things you hope aren't too high that you can't shut the drawer when you put them in. There's always that moment where you take a breath, thinking, "Is that too <laughs> yeah. high? Yes. Is the drawer going to do that bounce back jammed. thing?" Yeah. But then when it it closes effortlessly, it's like, "Whoo, you still got it." I've got some difficulty with mine because cool. mine isn't a left to right. Mine's if the other way around. Top mine's to bottom. Portrait. Yeah, it's top to bottom. Oh. But also, oh, you go, well, yeah. which, but which way are you judging it? Are you doing top to bottom or are you doing bottom to top? But also, what happens is, if I if I unload the dishwasher first thing in the morning, I can never remember the order, and I've gone to check the drawer, and currently it's empty because we didn't put the dishwasher on over the weekend and we've run out of cutlery. So all the cutlery's in the dishwasher now, so it's my responsibility to put it back in the drawer. But I don't know what order it is. So every so you're time gonna have to restart. Yes, yeah, so basically restart in mankind. Yeah, think of the power you've got. What am I? What am I going to do now? No, I don't know because I could get it wrong. Um, I never made this decision. I think you're going to have to go knife, fork, spoon. That's what knife we've been told. Okay. From bottom, yeah, seems to be the bottoms are knives, forks in the middle, spoons at the top, perhaps. Um, producer Will, um, who is, I think he's about 15, 16 years of age, but um, he <laughs> sent us a picture of his cutlery drawer. He doesn't even have a divider. 
He just oh. chucks things in there willy-nilly with his housemate. Will, you are one step away from there being a rogue battery in there, and then that becomes a different kind of drawer altogether. It looks like R2-D2 has got severe food poisoning and has vomited all over the floor of the Millennium Falcon. I respect Will's cutlery drawer because when anyone lives with housemates, anyone's cutlery drawer is like that. And when I lived with housemates a couple of years ago, our cutlery drawer was the sink. And that's the first oh, place you look. Oh, for my anything. goodness. That is so chaos. stressful. Absolute Strategies. chaos. Anyway, uh, thank you very much indeed, Matt, for bringing that to our attention. Everybody listen to this right now. Go and check your own cutlery drawer. Let us know what kind of shape it's in. Hashtag it's just something to do. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So the great debate when it comes to which order you have your cutlery in at home rages on. We've had to do some research here uh, and we've managed to get hold of the words of a senior showroom designer by the name of Elaine who says most people intuitively work from left to right. If you prefer to lay everything out the way you would on a table setting, then go for it. Forks on the left followed by knives with the blades facing inwards, followed by the spoons. That's exactly what I think is the correct way of doing it, Elaine. But if you're just joining me, I've just opened my kitchen drawer and actually taken note of the order in which our cutlery's in, and it's the wrong way round. (gasps) (sighs) (laughs) And if you're just joining us as well, Will just has a drawer that he opens and just throws in random metal objects, and there's like an iron bar in there, (laughs) a crowbar... (laughs) A hacksaw. (laughs) Um, Looks like he's been uh, using a magnet to get stuff out of a canal. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. A shopping trolley. (laughs) Just sat there at home hammering away his steak with just the blunt end of a bar. (laughs) The handlebar of, as you say, of of a child's bike that's been thrown into a Manchester canal. Oh, producer Will. Had such high hopes for you as well. Um, Matt Dyson, let's have a little look into your relationship roller deck, shall we? What's going on at home? Um, Well, I can stay biscuit-based if you want, because we're having quite a cordial relationships these days. It's it's going quite well in terms of arguments, you know, because I'm not as tired. I'm doing more childcare than ever, so... We're getting on quite well, me and Katie, but we did have we have the occasional falling out, obviously. Uh, I, at the moment, I've got a debate about um, the filling in Oreo cookies because I recently bought the double-filled version uh, on the supermarket shop. I don't know if you've had them. Ooh, yeah, oh, so decadent, so decadent. Someone's doing well. <laughs> you can't go back to the original once you've had them. That's the problem. So I went yeah. back to the original, and I like to. But to peel them in half and then one side's got all the cream on and then you eat the dry side and then finish on the creamy side but now the original seems to have less filling than ever so much so that you can't really separate them the the cream content has gone down because they want people to just buy the double filling and I think there's some kind of conspiracy theorist Katie, Katie's having none of this uh, but I have noticed a definite decline in filling on original Oreos well, Matt, I'm so, is so this pleased your relationship your wedding is you know, it's just blossoming, isn't Oreos? it? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Well, Katie thinks I'm talking nonsense, that's the thing. But um, there right. is defi- it's definitely changed. The amount of filling in the original Oreo has gone down. There's so many stats, facts and proof that there's not as many Maltesers in a bag anymore and things yeah. are half exactly. the size they exactly. were. Twisters have got really small. Quality street tins got yeah. smaller and smaller. Now yeah. it's just yeah. one green one. 
<laughs> so maybe you're onto something, Matt. Maybe you're so. onto something. So. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. That's it from the first show of the working week. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in and thank you for sending your weird and wonderful correspondence. The email address exists for you. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Of course, there's also a podcast that exists for you. You can download that from wherever you choose to get your pods from. And this morning, it shall either be called Emma, squatting law still exists in lockdown, you know. Glenn, <laughs> Glenn, Jim and Sebastian, the headset trio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those guys. Or, of course, Brian May's shredded butt. Ox. <laughs> what, um, what do you think we're going to go for? It has to be Brian May. That's one for the ages. <laughs> Brian May's Shredded Buttocks. That's the podcast that you're looking for. Sorry, Brian. Uh, until tomorrow at 6am, stay home, stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.